0: This, you may say of man, when theories change and crash, when schools, philosophies, when narrow dark alleys of thought, national, religious, economic, grow and disintegrate, man reaches, stumbles forward, painfully, mistakenly sometimes. Having stepped forward, he may slip back, but only half a step, never the full step back. John Steinbeck Hello everybody, this is Mark speaking to you from Doppelganger Studios, and uh, this is an interesting and quite different episode of A Slippery Slope, because we are right now 11 days past the presidential election, and I would be lying to you if I said that this didn't put a bit of a creative crimp in... uh, the producing of this show to be perfectly honest i was disappointed in the outcome of the election and uh, i don't think i'm going too far out on a limb if i said lodger was equally if not more disappointed than i was oh who am i kidding he was fucking pissed he's still fucking pissed and so am i On election night, I felt like Rick Grimes when Negan's bat came slamming down on Abraham and Glenn's skulls. I was angry. I was numb. I was scared, not knowing what was going to happen. The world that I thought existed doesn't exist anymore. Maybe it never did. This is a whole new reality we're about to face. Kind of like parallel universes where you see a timeline and the way you think things ought to be, but then there's a huge shift and everything goes off in this other direction that you didn't anticipate, and you're left reeling and confused. And yeah, I've been that way for about a week Over a week Finally coming to grips with the way this new timeline is moving But just as Rick Grimes and everyone else at Alexandria is moving forward We're all moving forward But we need to create those alliances to, to keep everything from becoming as horrible as we think it could be and that's really what it is it's all this fear of what could be and all the disappointment in knowing what won't be or what could have been now all you listeners out there might be saying hey wait a minute haven't you said multiple times that a slippery slope is not a political show? And yeah, that's true. But sometimes things happen in your life that affect you on a level that you, you'd you be crazy not to acknowledge and to talk about. And uh, this is one of those events. Now look, I know, I'm sure there are a lot of My family and friends who voted for the President-Elect, and I don't necessarily believe all of them to be racists or homophobes or immigrant haters. I certainly don't believe that, but the reality is a lot of people that I'm related to and who are friends of mine voted for the President-Elect. Am I gonna stop loving those friends and family? No. Am I disappointed in their choices? Yes. But I think the important thing is to find out what they are thinking. Are they racists? Are they homophobes? Are they anti-immigrant? Probably not. People vote for various reasons. Sometimes it's because of political affiliation. Some people have been Republicans their, their entire lives and will vote for whatever candidate that party Puts forward. Some people are one issue voters. I know there are family members of mine who are pro life or anti choice or whatever you want to call them. And if you put up the worst possible candidate in the world and they told their followers that they were pro life or anti choice, they would vote for them no matter what. It's a brass ring that certain voters have been led around by the nose for many election cycles and that's just the way they are going to be for their entire lives so that's the way it is right okay so those of us who are disappointed in the election outcome what can we do all right we can wear safety pins like a lot of people are and that's cool that's a sign of solidarity but Solidarity means actually putting your actions where your thoughts are, fighting racism wherever you see it. If you see someone being victimized by racism, do something, say something. If you see a woman being sexually harassed, say something, do something. If you see one of your LGBTQ plus brothers or sisters being victimized, say something, do something. If you see immigrants of any kind being harassed or brutalized in any way, say something, do something. It's not enough to wear a safety pin. It's to put your actions where your thoughts are. And all of you who are angry with the outcome of the election, who didn't vote, well, guess what? It would have been nice if you had voted. You know, right now you have zero you have zero room to bitch. You should have fucking voted, man. The president-elect is going to be the next president of the United States. But that doesn't mean to accept every policy that comes from his administration. That means you have to remain politically active, socially active. That doesn't mean you throw up your hands and say, I give up. It's over. Let's burn it down. That's not who we are. Right. I mean, sometimes we do take... A step backwards. There have been strides made in the last eight years that can't be undone. So yeah, maybe we took a half step backward, but in the long run, and it probably won't be that far away as as far away as you think, we're gonna continue progressing politically, socially, in every which other way that a society can progress technologically, scientifically. So now more than ever you need to remain vigilant. Actually, care for people who are different than you, not just with words what but with actions. I mean, it's real easy to talk a good game, but you have to play a good game. We all lose or we all win together. There may be fifty percent of the voters out there that just don't realize it yet. There may be some people out there going, "Why are you worried? He hasn't even taken office yet. That's true but You can only judge someone by the people they start surrounding themselves with. First off, the president-elect has a vice president-elect who is clearly anti-gay, believes in conversion therapy for gay people, a discredited practice. So why wouldn't you be worried? Then you've got Steve Bannon, who is the president-elect's chief strategist from Breitbart News uh, and he is a proponent of the white nationalist movement sometimes called the alt-right trying to put some sort of a cool spin on the term it's really just white nationalism the white supremacist movement so it's it's worrisome worrisome it's fucking scary So yes, I guess we will have to wait and see, but that doesn't mean that people shouldn't prepare themselves for the policies that are to come. Now we've seen the president-elect backpedal a little bit on the repealing of the Affordable Care Act after his 90-minute conversation with the current president, so there may be some hopes on some fronts. However, I think vigilance is warranted. One good thing I did hear that President Obama did say he would be staying in D.C. for another couple of years. Maybe somehow he will be a secret advisor to the president-elect when he takes office. Office. Could be interesting. Don't know. Cautiously optimistic about that. However, we still have to be concerned about the people the president-elect has started to surround himself with. So that's all I'm going to say about the election. Um, like I said, A Slippery Slope is not a political show, but if things come up that are concerning and worrisome, you know, we're not going to ignore or avoid or bury our heads in the sand. We're going to talk about it. Oh, one thing I might have mentioned, I might want to mention, is that is that uh, I had the week off the the week of the election. I had the entire week off vacation days, and after the election, trying to cope with the uh, results, I uh, probably walked five to six miles every day for that entire week, uh, just to process, contemplate, think about, um, burn off nervous energy, so it was good for my health. I don't know if it fixed any problems, but it certainly was good for my health, so I look forward to the time when uh, Lodger and I are back together talking about fun stuff and interesting stuff, and I'm sure we will. Hopefully it's on this show, because we're still as good of friends as we've ever been, and I can't imagine continuing doing this show without his amazing talent and input. I may be the producer of this show, but the show is nowhere without talent, And Lodger is a huge talent, so I look forward to his return, hopefully soon. As you know, he was the best man at uh, Sierra and uh, my wedding, so there will always be a huge connection there. So I can't wait until we are doing the show together, and we might be bringing up not necessarily political topics, but issue topics, issues that are important that people should know about. And uh, so I definitely look forward to his return very soon. Because it's really boring just talking to myself. Well, I'm talking to you, but you know what I'm saying. I like that interplay between Lodger and myself. It's what makes hanging out with him so fun. So we'll see where that goes. All right, let's shift gears here now. Okay, another thing, and I... God, I don't want to be, like, such a downer, but... uh, (laughs) Um, The world of creativity lost a few points in recent days. We lost three very famous and popular performers, singers, songwriters, those being Leon Russell, Leonard Cohen, and Sharon Jones. So of those three artists, I never saw Leonard Cohen live. I never saw Leon Russell live. But uh, luckily, and fairly recently, Sierra and I had the the pleasure of seeing Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings perform at the Austin 360 Amphitheater. Uh, she was the opening act for, believe it or not, Hall and & Oates. And, um, wow, what a great show. Um, it was pretty well known, and she had mentioned it during the concert, that she had been battling pancreatic cancer, and we probably thought... Uh, as we were in the audience, like, wow, she beat pan- pancreatic cancer. That's amazing. She looks like she's strong. She was belting it out. Her, her voice was wonderful. I mean, she looked definitely thin, but not necessarily unhealthy. Um, she put on a hell of a show. Um, I might even say upstaged uh, Hall & Oates, who came, came on after her. But uh, unfortunately, um, yeah, things were not... Uh, as, as good as we as expected, so uh, yeah, we lost Sharon Jones, but uh, I'm happy and honored that, that Sierra and I got to, to see her perform live. So what a great show. So rest in peace, Sharon Jones, Leonard Cohen, and Leon Russell. Thanks for all the joy and music that you brought into the world. Okay, shifting gears again. Let me just let you know what's uh, going on in my life at the moment. Um, I've been doing some voiceover work for a friend of mine who is working on a trailer for a movie, a kind of comedic superhero trailer for a non-existent movie. But who knows, it may become one in the future. But right now it's just a comedic Trailer. The voiceover work I'm doing for it is kind of like your typical, well, not necessarily your typical voiceover for a movie trailer, but uh, it's interesting. The friend of mine is Kelly Schollard. You might remember from old episodes of Lube TV. He was on talking about his short film that he did while he was in college, called College, and then a feature-length. Film that he did called Craving Heathers, which I had a small acting role in. So anyway, right now he's in the process of editing. I've done all the voiceover work for him. He's in the process of editing video and audio together for his trailer. Uh, I'm held to secrecy. I cannot give you any details other than it's a superhero type trailer. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun recording some of the voiceover for him. I got to use my um, Zardas voice. Zardas, the gun is good. The penis is evil. Yeah, so <laughs> you can imagine what kind of fun. Those are actual lines from the beginning of the movie Zardos starring Sean Connery, I think 1974. We made reference to it. On a previous episode of A Slippery Slope. So lots of fun. All right. I think that's all I got. I'm going to go ahead and close this episode out. And uh, it wouldn't be an episode of A Slippery Slope, even though this is a very non-standard, non-traditional episode. But I'm going to end it with an oblique strategy that I've already posted some video, I think, online of me showing the title card that says Oblique Strategies. And then the card that I selected that I was hoping would be inspirational to people. And so the oblique strategy of the week that I am going to give to you right now is courage, exclamation point, courage. That one's pretty straightforward. It's like, have courage. Don't let circumstances destroy you or get you down. As long as you're breathing, you've still got options. You've still got hope. You've got uh, the possibility of making a positive change in the world, so why not do it? I'm going to try. I hope you try, too. All right, this is the end of the episode. Hopefully, next go-around, you'll be hearing Lodger and myself discussing more interesting and thought-provoking topics. So, uh, we'll see. Talk to you next week. Bye. So, as John Christensen once said... Fight surplus repression. Get lubed. Dude.